to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, happy new year, friends, and welcome to the first episode of 2018 of this Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm Julie Graham, and you know what? I'm feeling fat and happy. I've just, well, I mean, isn't that a phrase? It is, it is, but I mean, I've just come off of four days Disney and Legoland. That's a lot of junk food. That is, and it's a lot of fun. Yes, it's a lot of fun. It's exhausting with a three-year-old, but you know, we've had had such a rough year. It was fun to close out the year with friends and family with a little bit of lighthearted fun. I'm so glad you did, Julie Graham. Thanks. Yeah, I think it's great. And I'm Darlene Brock, and I am off of, oh man, my entire family descending on me mm-hmm. and all the havoc and all the fun and all of the treasure of them being part of my holidays in my home. You know, so great to have little Brock running around. Oh, yes. He is so cute. He is. Well, this first episode of the year, we want to kind of coming off of 2017 and looking to 2018, we recognize that you're probably on one side of the fence or the other. You're either really excited by a new year, you're um, motivated to make some changes, or maybe 2017 wasn't your best year yet. Can anyone relate? (laughs) No, I think a lot of us can in different ways. Maybe maybe we had challenges we weren't expecting, or um, we just feel like we're stuck in a rut. Yeah. So we are going to assume that at least a few of our listeners are coming out of a difficult year and they find themselves stuck in a rut, um, struggling with setbacks, disappointed, and finding it hard to be excited about a new year. And so we thought we could kind of come at that perspective with um, a change of mindset some positivity to those who maybe are a little annoyed at the thought of positivity because everything feels just a little overwhelming. What are some things that maybe could be putting somebody in a position like that? Yeah, you could have this last year had job disappointment, like the career you thought you were going to go after, or maybe the one that you were educated for, and you've spent the last year in this position and you've gone, I don't think it's all that great. Mm. I don't really love what I'm doing. I mm-hmm. am so stuck in a job that may not be perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Or even maybe you've worked this whole year trying to find a job in your career and still haven't found one. And so you're doing something you didn't want to be doing while waiting to find or get that dream job. Yeah. There's also relationships. I mean, maybe you've had a man in your life for a while that you were sure this mm. Christmas the ring would be coming. Mm, and no bling. No bling. No and blame. so what are you going to do? You know, mm-hmm. keep riding that wave sometimes? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but is it a rut you need to move on from? Mm-hmm. Something you need well, to do and I'm sure there's a friend or two who have um, had a relationship end this year, whether it was a long-term relationship or a marriage that ended in divorce. That can give you a setback for sure. Yeah. Or motherhood. That's always, you feel like everything didn't, it's, you had this dream, I'm going to be a mom, or maybe you didn't, but then mm-hmm. when it started, you went, I'm going to be a mom, and, you know, roses and petals and <laughs> happy, and they're going to love me, and I'm going to love them, and you're going, man, this is hard work, and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm just getting up every morning and doing the same thing and 
getting up and doing it again. Yep. So maybe you're disappointed in your mothering, or maybe you've actually had a difficult year with one of your children, or maybe even on the flip side, you had another year where yet again, you're not pregnant or you had a failed adoption or a miscarriage. These are all kinds of things that we know you might be dealing with. As we talked about last week, Darlene and I each had our own set of challenges that came with 2017. And the truth is, is as we come into a new year, we really do have a choice. We -hmm. can say, I'm going to lug the baggage of 2017 right up into 2018 and drag it around and be frustrated, disappointed, angry. Yeah. Or... We can make a different choice. Yeah, and, and Julie, this is not about making New Year's resolutions. This oh, is no. about taking no. <laughs> I'm not opposed to those, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm not sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Yeah, they. I would say more often than not, they don't, because by the 20th of January, I usually forget them or decide they're <laughs> irrelevant to the rest of my my life. But it's not about that. It's about taking steps to deal with whatever the disappointment, the rut you're in, whatever your your challenge is. Is how do we deal with it and you know, there's a few steps that we need to take. And if it's, if it's, you're in a disappointed place, or perhaps you cannot have that child or something, you first have to grieve. You may Mm. look at what you thought was going to be, and it makes you terribly sad. So you have to have a little time to go. I'm really sad and grieving that. Yeah. And, and I'm literally living in a season of needing to grieve. Um, and I find myself wanting to rush past it. But yeah. that's not the solution. It, it's a it's been a good coping mechanism for me, rushing past oh you know feelings um, in <laughs> most areas in my life. But I catch myself wanting to do it. It's my default. Yeah. Um, but that's not going to serve me well for the long run. And so I think you're right. I think that we forget that not only you know do we need to grieve when there's a death, but we grieve lost dreams. Yes, we um, do. Whether we need it's to. your we do and whether it's your career or whether it is a relationship, something that you thought was going to be that isn't. You have to spend the time to emotionally move on from it. Yep. So great. And it, and it takes more than a like a day or two, right? Yeah, a little bit more <laughs> than just, you know, crying in a parking lot somewhere and moving on. But yeah. it does involve a lot of crying in parking lots. It absolutely does. Spoken from someone who's been doing a lot of crying in parking lots. And yeah. you know what? Every time I do, there's a little bit of me that's proud yeah. that I'm actually letting myself sit in a parking lot and cry. So we're encouraging you to allow yourself the luxury of grieving. Uh, side note there, though, you might also need to speak to somebody. Mm. That wasn't necessarily in the notes, um, but I think it it bears some repeating. And you know what? If you're not sure if what you're dealing with warrants sitting on a couch somewhere, uh, episode four yeah. is a time for a counselor. I will link to it, but that was our first episode with our friend, Dr. Zoe, a licensed um, therapist. And I just thought that was so beneficial and helpful. Um, no shame in getting counseling. Maybe that needs to be one of your 2018 goals is to find some counseling. So, yeah. And it may not just be that kind of counseling. You may need someone who, if it's a job or, you know, a possible future scenario, mm-hmm. some, you may need a mentor. Mm-hmm. You may need someone who is in a career position that you would like to go get counsel from them. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to grieve. We might get some counseling. Um, but then we also need to literally make a choice to change our view. Yeah. So, so often we are just focused on that negative thing that happened or didn't happen. And we can't get our eyes off of it to yeah. look at what is happening in my life because of this bad thing that is actually good. 
Yeah, it, that seems like an oxymoron, the bad and the good all together, but mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. You can take, you can learn from and take whatever was and go, all right, I'm going to look at it differently, and then I'm going to look at my life ahead differently. Absolutely. Yeah, it's always looking to see what can I glean from this life lesson that has been presented to me, because there's always something to be learned, a uh, strength to be, um, you know, created within you or to be found within mm-hmm. you. Um, there is always something, whether or not the circumstance is bittersweet, there is always something that can come good from it. And you don't give up when it's failed. You don't give up. Well, you up. can, you, but well, we're saying yes. you shouldn't. We're saying you shouldn't. <laughs> yes. I'm saying, I'm encouraging you, do not mm-hmm. give up mm-hmm. if you fail, because failure is actually a wonderful part of success. It's a necessary part Mm -hmm. of success. Absolutely. Some of the best, most successful people you could probably name had a lot more failure than they ever did success. Oh, uh, yes. And, you know, of course, what women's uh, podcast would not quote Michael Jordan. I think we need to do that. (laughs) Don't you, Julie? Oh, that makes me happy. My husband loved Michael Jordan. What did he say that we can now put into our podcast? Okay, here's what he said. I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I have been entrusted to take the game winning shot and missed. And I have failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Well, I mean, he definitely is in history, one of the best basketball players of all time. So hearing right from him how much he had to fail in order to succeed makes me think of Disney having just been there and their their company's doing well today. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can assure you they got a lot of money from me. Um, but to think of how many times he was shot down because no, nobody had any vision for what a theme park would be like. Oh, no. And especially when he came uh, to Florida, it's like Swampland in Florida. Hey, I have an not idea. Work. Yeah. I am going to create this wonderful place. The most wonderful place on earth, or the most magical place on earth. Excuse me. Yeah. It's very magical when your toddler is screaming and crying. But you know what? He also enjoyed it. So he, there's yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we've got to intentionally look for the, the thing we are going to get out of the hard thing. Yeah. And be thankful for it. We do. I think, that's an, I think that's actually even a subset. It's it's one thing to notice it, but you've got to find it in you to be grateful for mm-hmm. what it produced in you. Yep, absolutely. And then step out and look for a new path. Look for a new path. If the one, if the rut that you are in is not working, get out of the rut and then find a new path, mm-hmm. a new direction, a new potential job, new education. Um, you know, of course I would say, leave that bum behind and go find yourself and don't even find yourself a new man. (laughs) Yeah, really take a minute. Yeah. Take a minute or 14 or (sighs) four years. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe, you know, who has to have one, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So don't, you know, don't just jump back in, find a new direction Mm -hmm. and a new path. Yeah, absolutely. So here's another setback you might be experiencing as a mom. Maybe you've got that preteen who, first of all, is making you crazy. Oh, um, they do. Absolutely. <laughs> that, I hear this from you. Um, I'm nowhere near that yet. But maybe your kid is getting in with a wrong crowd. Oh. And you've tried multiple ways to nag him um, into stopping hanging with that group of friends who's making the wrong decisions and you're ready to just, you know, throw your hands up in the air and say, never mind, he's never going to listen to me again. Oh no, that's when you absolutely change tactics, get out of the rut that you've tried and try a new one, try a new tactic. Yep. Yeah. Instead of just throwing your hands up and saying, there's no way 
I've just ruined it. I, I have to find a new way. Um, on the flip side, maybe you're more in, you know, in the toddler years, kind of like I am. There was a, a couple months where I kept putting off potty training because I was sure it was going to be horrific. Um, and so maybe you're like me and you're in one of those kind of rough early year developmental stages um, that you're just, your child isn't picking up this new, um, you know, season as well as you had hoped, or you've tried a few things and they're not working. And then you, again, you start the negative self-talk of I'm doing a horrible job at all of it. Oh yes. And girls, let me just tell you this. He will not, or she will not go to elementary school in diapers with a <laughs> bottle. This is doable. This is achievable. Don't beat yourself up. Um, just again, change tactics. That's what you do in motherhood is change tactics. Yeah. Well, and then there's somebody listening who's maybe, maybe their issue is not so external dealing with a job or a man or their kid, but it's more the internal setbacks they have. Oh yeah. I'm, there are a lot of people I know who don't, a lot of women I know who don't know how to stand up for themselves. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a rut, it requires standing up for yourself. You have to be willing to confront the difficult things that you're facing because you can only make a change if you're willing to confront it. So um, don't don't feel like you have to be reticent. Be oh, You don't have to be demanding. You don't have to be angry. You just simply have to go, this is not going to go on the way it has before. I am actually standing up for myself and making a change. So you're going to have that difficult conversation or you're going to change the loop of negative self-talk you've been speaking to yourself. You're going to cut off that friendship that is making you think negatively of yourself. You're you going are. to take a stand for yourself you are. for once. Yeah, get out of that rut. Yeah, I, so I think we would agree that there has to be a mindset shift in order to successfully go from focusing on the failure to leaning into the life lesson that can be learned. There, there has to be a mindset shift. Now, I know I tend to be the all or nothing kind of person. I feel like maybe you are too. You know yeah. what I mean when I say all or nothing? Yeah, I, I, it's like I drive the way I drive. <laughs> I either stop or I accelerate as fast as the speed limit will let me. There's an all or nothing mentality in almost everything I do. Yeah, I mean, I think about the beginning of the year, everyone's thinking about their diet, right? At uh, least for a day or two. Yeah. You at least want to be good on like January 2nd. January 1st is a holiday, so that falls in the holiday calories don't count category, at least as far as I'm concerned. But most of us at the beginning of the year, we make promises to ourselves and to those around us that we are going to eat better or whatever. But when we approach it with the all or nothing mindset of I have to eat only really healthy, good, nutritious things, or eh, I messed up and I had, you know, the greasy French fries covered in cheese. So now I just eat everything in sight for the next seven days. Yes. That's the all or nothing. Yeah. So we're saying it doesn't, you will probably do both. You will do all sometimes, you will do nothing. But when you do nothing, don't give up on the step up and try to do it again. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think that that is a dangerous place that I, I apply the all or nothing to most areas of my life, but I've got to figure out the in-between where I'm, I'm motivated even when I slow up and I can't, you know, I do something wrong or I face a struggle or a hurdle. I don't give up altogether. But I say, you know what? Today's a new day. I can make a few right, a few more right decisions today, even though yesterday maybe I fell short. Well, and seeing that you are the fitness person between the two of us, <laughs> I think there's a woman that you know that I really don't 
that had something great to say about that. Oh, Autumn, yes. She was she's a celebrity trainer. Um, you may or may not have heard of her 21 Day Fix program. I think she just released a new one. I'm kind of out of the loop. I, I think she has a new one for 2018. Um, all my beach body friends are probably saying it out loud right now. 80 day obsession, I think. That sounds like a lot of days. Yeah. She says, one cheat meal won't make you fat, just like one clean meal won't make you fit. You've got to practice self-discipline. So oh. I think she's right, but she's, she, we can apply that. And, you know, maybe we, maybe we have a goal this year. We're going to, I don't know, write a book. You just finished re- the rewrite on your book. Maybe there's somebody out here listening who has decided they want to write a book. And they, I'm going to write my book this January. And probably that's not really doable. And so no, if, I would if say February 1st yes. hits and you haven't written it, you just decide not to do it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Focus on the next chapter. Yeah. Or no, no, no. The next paragraph. Okay. See, I'm not a writer. Yeah, so the next paragraph and then the paragraph after that. Yes. So yeah. Yes. That is an, that is definitely an area that it cannot be all or nothing. Maybe you have a desire to, um, you know, reorganize your whole house this year. You go girl. Yeah. Somebody, Rachel Graham even at least is thinking that. She's our project manager and loves to organize. But maybe instead of saying, I'm going to reorganize my whole house. And then if February 1st comes and you haven't done it and you give up on it instead, you know what? I'm focusing on my master bedroom closet Absolutely. this month, this month, not even today, this month. Yep. I'm going to devote 30 minutes every weekend because 30 minutes will turn into an hour and a half. You just have to force yourself to do the 30 minutes. Yeah. No, that's the perfect balance to the all or nothing mentality. Absolutely. There's another one I think we fall into as well, Julie, and that is um, what's called a fixed or a growth mindset. Mm, Tell me more. Yeah. We actually have an article about it. A woman's grit is her biggest asset. I'll link uh, to it in the show notes. That was one of our newer writers' first piece. It was really good. It was really good. But it is, do you believe that your talents and your abilities are static, that they have a limit or what you know about yourself has a limit? Or do you think you can grow Mm -hmm. and learn and change and add to them? Mm -hmm. So one is fixed where you feel, this is all I got. The other, the growth mentality thinks, no, there's probably more to be mined within me. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, so there's probably a friend or two who's stuck in that fixed fixed mindset today, but maybe she needs to consider the fact that there's always room to grow. Well, and I, would I can encourage. think of at least 14 places I need to grow this year. Well, and it's not just need to. It's like you will be surprised at what you can accomplish mm-hmm. if you go, I'm going to at least try that and see if maybe I can, maybe I can write a book or maybe I can paint or maybe I can fix the car. You know, or maybe, yeah. yeah, well, no, I can't do that. But <laughs> Maybe you can, Dar. But maybe, maybe you I can, can grow in yeah. your car fixing yeah. skills this yeah. year. We're just saying don't just assume that what you know you can do is all you can do. I think an area where we end up finding ourselves in a rut is when we give in to fear. Oh, we do, And fear in we? any way. Uh-huh. Fear leads to what? Indecision a lot yeah. of times? Yeah, because you're afraid to make a decision because if you make a decision, what if this happens. What mm-hmm. if whatever it doesn't else. happen? <laughs> yeah. Or what if it doesn't happen? Or I decide to go for it and it falls apart or I decide to go for it and something more challenging comes my way. Or what if you can, what if yourself mm-hmm. into um, not doing anything mm-hmm. by not deciding you have decided, you have decided you're not going to do it. So in all the what ifs that you um, worry about and that you're afraid will happen. One thing I want you to think about instead of what if something goes wrong, what if it goes right? Mm, That's a shift. 
Yeah, don't set in the negative. In fact, don't uh, avoid it because it could go right. Very right. We as women sometimes want so badly to control every single detail, we completely get stuck and we never do anything. Or worse, we completely squelch, you know, the joy in our own lives and probably the joy in those closest to us as well, because we're trying so hard to control every little thing. Control what you talk about. It's yeah. a big one for us ladies. It is. It if absolutely we're being honest, is. it's probably one of our top issues. It is. And Came it's right a, from our sister Eve. Yeah. That's and it, another day. <laughs> it is another day. And it's a fallacy. It, we can't control everything. And there's some things we cannot control at all. And some we have minimal control. But that doesn't need to make us stop from trying things. Okay. So what are some common hurdles that you think are giving us these setbacks? Oh, there are hurdles, aren't there, Julie? Um, I would say one of them is holding on to some hurt that becomes bitterness that mm. can become resentment. And yep. you just kind of dwell in that. Yeah. Instead of dealing with a issue in the beginning with someone or something, you let it grow until you kind of can't move past it and it's become a bigger issue and has completely changed your thinking and given you what we refer to as the rut. Yeah. And it's hard to get out of that rut if you can't let go of that emotion. So we're saying you've got to let go of it and move on. Okay. I think another common one is blame shifting. Oh, we can do that. And that doesn't mean that they don't hold responsibility uh, because sometimes they do, whether it is uh, prohibiting you from a career advancement or breaking your heart, betraying your trust. There are situations where they earned the blame. Mm -hmm. But when we let it sit on them and take no responsibility for our own actions, because we always have either action or inaction that plays a role in our struggle, our setback, when we aren't willing to take that responsibility and work on ourselves, um, I've heard it said, work on your own side of the fence, then that just makes the problem bigger and keeps us in our funk longer. Yeah. And you can't fix them. You can only take care of your part of the scenario. Absolutely. And, and all of these things that we're saying, the letting go of the grudge or um, not, you know, blame shifting, these things are all um, easier said than done. But whoever said that things that are worth doing are always going to be easy? No, they're not. That's definitely not usually the case. Nope. Well, I think we need to go back and kind of summarize. We've got these ruts in our lives. We've got these areas that are um, that are likely to put us in a season of difficulty, but we don't have to stay there. We instead can take some action steps. Okay. So what's one of the first things we said you need to do? Um, grieve. Mm -hmm. If you're in a rut that your heart is broken or you're disappointed, you're allowed time to cry mm -hmm. and grieve. Yep. Absolutely then you've got to find a way to change your view. Uh -huh. So whether that's changing your mindset, finding a new tactic, changing your priorities even. Or even change your location. You Absolutely. may have to actually relocate in your life. Yep. Relocate your job, your house. Yep. yep. Move. Make a change. Um, you've got to accept the fact that failure is part of the road to success. Always. Yep. Always. And then finally, I would say, don't let fear stop you. Absolutely. Don't let fear stop you from getting out of that rut to what can be. We love to end our episodes with a quote. And I think I'm going to surprise you a little bit here, Dar, but I would like to quote you 
Uh-oh. to end out this episode. Okay. I know. I know. You have said that failure creates tenacity, determination to try again, Miss Darlene Brock. Well, and I think that is a good one-liner to take away from this episode. So facing this new year with grit and grace, let's not let ourselves stay one more second in a rut we may be in, but instead show some tenacity. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.